You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you, yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in, guys. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Um, I just have to say, well, first of all, I'm sipping on some some bone broth because that was our lesson of the week is drink some damn bone broth. I feel like at this point I have to like sign a bone broth deal. Um, but I hope you guys had a great weekend. I had a very eventful weekend. Um, very grateful for concealer and a little bronzer today because I have a big interview, a big Vanderpump interview that I'm taping today that'll come out soon. Uh, Zach Pack members, I think you guys already know who it is, but for those of you just listening to the podcast, stay tuned. It's going to be good. But I did not get a whole ton of sleep last night because we just got a new little little baby. The pup is now here and he's with me. He's sleeping right now. We just tried to go to the little doggy park to do potty. We're trying to potty train. We're learning a lot. We, it is quite the adventure. Um, but yeah, did not get much sleep last night. Hopefully, you know, tonight I'll probably be even more tired. So I've been living off of, of coffee and bone broth. But bit of a shorter episode because there wasn't a whole ton of news that broke over the weekend. So mostly some Vanderpump stuff, a little bit of housewife stuff. And yeah, shall we dive in? Because the Vanderpump reunion is coming up very, very soon, as in like next month soon, because now we're officially in April. So we're counting down the days to the Vanderpump reunion. And Andy Cohen just announced this morning that we're going to get an extended Vanderpump Rules reunion. So we're going to have the regular reunion on Bravo, and then they're going to have an extended version that's going to be coming out on Peacock. And I think that this is really smart because it's like we're trying to push people over to Peacock, right? People aren't watching Bravo the way that they used to. Like we're not watching live TV as much as we used to right now. It's all kind of like streaming and DVR. And so I think this is a smart pivot because there's so much hype around Vanderpump Rules, I'm excited for an extended reunion. As long as it's good, right? Like, we don't need a dragged out reunion, but I actually don't think it will be dragged out considering how much content we have and how much, you know, the cast is, like, ready and amped for this. So I actually think we're going to get a good reunion, and I look forward to the extension on Peacock. I have Peacock. I think I have the ad version of Peacock, though, for, like, $4.99. But listen, I think it's worth it. I'm going to be tuning in. I hope you are, too. But speaking of the reunion, Lala Kent and Sheena Shea did a podcast. They were on Shenanigans together, and they talked about the reunion. And they said that Raquel came in with zero Fs to give. She had no remorse. She did not shed a single tear. And that's where, to me, it's kind of like, okay, that's the disconnect. That's why I'm a little harder on Raquel, because I feel like she's putting out these statements to the press and apologizing. And I'm like, oh, I'm so good. And then at the same time, she's also like not showing any real remorse and she wants to position herself as a victim. And she was like, Sheena beat me. And I tried to apologize to Ariana and Ariana wasn't receptive. And it's like, it just feels like she's still emotionally immature and she doesn't really, she's not fully aware of how her actions have impacted the people around her. And it's just, you know, I feel like 
I get it. Sandoval deserves a lot of the heat, and I don't think he's getting nearly as much heat as he probably should be because we went back and watched older episodes of Vanderpump Rules on Sunday. Every Sunday this month, I'm going to be doing a watch party for members on YouTube. So if you're a Zach Pack member, you'll get these, you'll get access to the live streams every Sunday, and then you can always watch the rebroadcasts. But um, we went back to season two, and it was interesting rewatching season two when he first was introduced to Ariana or when Ariana was, I guess was first introduced to us on the show and we started to see their relationship develop and his relationship with Kristen fall apart and how she lied about hooking up with Jax. And, you know, he initially lied about making out with Ariana at the golden nugget. And it was just interesting to see so many parallels from what happened back in season two to what we're getting now. So if you haven't watched those older episodes, I highly suggest you go back because it's wild. And then when you see him at the reunion and he also doesn't seem to have any remorse about making out with Ariana because he's like, we weren't having sex. We didn't have sex in three months and blah, 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 blah. So it seems like that's a big thing for him. He's like, if you don't give me sex, I have to get it somewhere else, which is just like an old school mentality that I'm like, okay, Sandy, Sandy Balls, like, we need to get it together. Like, this is not okay. And he, I agree, he needs to get a little more of the heat. But Raquel isn't doing herself any favors. Let's be very clear about that. So, apparently, they don't have any remorse. They don't care. Obviously, we saw them at, you know, their, at, at Tom and Ariana's house together. Um, presumably spending the night. She had an overnight bag and it looked like she definitely spent the night, even though her rep came out and they're like, no, she didn't spend the night. She was just shopping in the area. Bullshit. But it's interesting because this has now resurfaced that Tom Sandoval took out a home equity loan when they were opening up Schwartz and Sandy's. And so now people are like wondering, well, like, how is that going to affect Ariana and Tom now that they share the house and now that there's a loan against the house? And Ariana was under the impression that it was only towards his equity in the house that he took the loan out which is half, right? Because they're both entitled to 50-50 and that's why they're both still currently living there. But I don't think that that's how loans work. I mean, if, if anybody has any updates and they can clarify or correct that record, I don't think you can take half the house. Like if, you're, if the bank is coming for the house, the bank's coming for the house. I don't necessarily know if they're entitled to half or what that would even look like if Ariana still had her half. Like, I guess it would have to be something drawn up in the actual property agreement and in the loan agreement. But even then, as we're seeing with Tom and Erica, it seems like if they're going to come for your house, whatever you think you're entitled to, you're not. So again, if somebody has can enlighten me on that further, my impression is that her she could potentially lose the house if he doesn't pay back that loan that he took out for Schwartz and Sandys and he also doesn't seem to be caring about Schwartz and Sandys because he's off on tour with Tom Sandoval on the most extras and so he just has his priorities way way off but it's like how reckless of you right you're putting your ex-girlfriend that you just cheated on through this potential house mess and on top of that your mom gave you all of this money to help invest in Schwartz and Sandys and now you're not even like treating it like a real job at this point it seems like he's just fooling around and like he's going around on tour with his his cover band. Like that's his priority right now is to go on tour with his cover band. Like to me, it just sounds ridiculously silly. And I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I guess we can look forward to that at the reunion and in the next season, if and when they film the next season anytime soon, I'm imagining they're going to take a bit of a break. But um, Sheena Shea is also coming out and she on the shenanigans podcast with Lala, she's also talking about how and this is why I say Raquel's a little like emotionally um, 
immature and maybe a little mentally immature too. I think she's just overall immature. But so she was talking about how when Raquel didn't have a place to stay, they allowed her to stay at their house with Sheena and Brock. And how Sheena remembers that Raquel was hooking up with some dude and she was doing it in their bed, which is weird and kind of creepy. I'm assuming Raquel was like couch surfing, right? Because if she didn't have her own bed, then she'd, you know, I'm assuming was staying on the couch while she needed a place to stay, probably before she moved into her new apartment, which is one we see on the show now. But Sheena's just like, like, it's gross. Like, how do you go into somebody else's house? And then, especially at her age, right? At 28 years old, how do you, one, need a couch surf? Because, I mean, okay, sometimes leases, whatever. Sometimes you need two weeks to, like, crash with a friend. Um, but, like, and if you have a friend that's willing to crash with you, like, fine, okay, whatever, right? But, like, to hook up. First of all, you can go to his house. And if he doesn't have a place to hook up with, then you don't need to be hooking up with him. That's number one, right? You don't need to be sleeping with dudes that still live with their mom and can't bring you home, right? If he's a grown up and he's an adult, maybe he's in between places. But then at that point, you you keep your blue balls and you you move on, right? But in her bed and, and Sheena, Sheena was like, we just kind of laughed it off and we're like, okay, at least next time, like change the sheets because that's like kind of gross, which it is gross. Like how do you hook up in someone's bed and then not even wash the bedding? It's somebody else's bed. Like, it's somebody else's sweat. And, like, ugh, I don't know. Like, how would you feel if you let a friend crash with you and then they hooked up in your bed? That would be weird. That is just... And they didn't change the sheets. And you didn't even know. And you have, like, man ass on your sheets. And not your man's ass. Somebody else's man. Not even Raquel's man. Just some random man ass on your sheets. Mm-mm. Swipe left, baby. Not today. I don't know. I feel like the, these Vanderpump kids are kind of all over the place. Even watching back season two, like they were a hot mess back then. They're a hot mess now. And it's just, it's crazy that like Sandoval has not changed or grown or evolved at all. In other Vanderpump news, it looks like Lisa Vanderpump is parting ways with Pump officially. It's gone up for sale. So it was revealed by Eater on Instagram uh, that City Street Commercial, they have now listed it. 8948 Santa Monica Boulevard. They said it's, you know, it's in West Hollywood's Boys Town, an area that's popular. It's a popular destination for locals with traffic, with high foot traffic and an amazing demographic and mix of single family and multifamily homes. Listen, it's great real estate. It's right on the Santa Monica Strip. It's right in the Bar Strip. Like, it's a great spot. The location is gorgeous, right? Wasn't it just like one part and then she expanded it into the garden part? So it's a great location. She originally, Lisa Vanderpump, said that she was trying to renegotiate her lease. I'm assuming that they were trying to really hack up the rent. They've been there for 10 years. I believe they opened in 2014, and they moved in the year prior to start renovating it. So they've had this place for a decade, which is crazy to think that Pump's been open for that long, because I feel like Pump, you know, it's only been open for like five years, but it's been 10 years. So it's now up for real estate. I remember when the Instagram post first went up saying that, you know, they were looking to put it up for sale soon and they were like, stay tuned. The realtor who po posted on her Instagram, well, now it's officially up. So it looks like she's probably not going to be signing again at Pump and the lease is coming up. So I wonder if like she's allowed to stay, like if they let her pay rent, if she's allowed to stay there and do like a month to month lease. Or unless they're just trying to charge her way too much. Do they really think that, like, this 
quickly. Like, Pump is doing fine. They're making money. They're not hurting, right? I went to Pump a couple weekends ago, and it, it, see, it was popping. It was, like, full and busy, and, you know, they barely even were able to find us a table, and it was still early in the night. So, I just, I don't know. I... She still has Sir. I'm surprised Sir is still kicking. Um, she still has Tom Tom. I believe. I mean, Sir. I'm assuming has a different real estate agent. Like she bought that property from somebody else because I don't think the same person owns all of the real estate on Santa Monica. And I would assume they would want to make sure that she stays there unless they don't want Pump there anymore. Maybe she really was behind on rent a couple months and they're just like, okay, we're ready to, you either pay the price, we're jacking it up, or you move out and we're going to find someone that will. But that's just a great spot to let it like die like that. I think I'd like Pump. I think Pump, I think Lisa should keep that spot, but it looks like she's probably going to be moving everything over to Vanderpump Vegas, which, because she has her Vanderpump Gardens out there at Caesars Palace, which, like, how many gardens can you have at Caesars Palace? Like, what is this, like, the McDonald's, and you're going to have a Starbucks, one on every corner in Caesars Palace? Is Caesars Palace even that big to have, like, three or four at least Vanderpump restaurants? Maybe. I would think maybe, like, two, right? But then again, I don't remember the last time I went to Caesars Palace. It's been a minute since I've been in Vegas. But I hear BravoCon's coming to Vegas, so maybe maybe I'll, now that it's a lot closer and it's an easier trip for me rather than going to New York, maybe this time I'll go. Maybe this time I'll be on stage. I'm ready. I hope I hope you're ready because I'm ready. I'm going to manifest that BravoCon energy, that BravoCon vibe. This time I'm going to be on stage interviewing maybe the Housewives, maybe Beverly Hills Housewives. Speaking of the Beverly Hills Housewives, we just saw over the weekend Sutton Strack had a party at her store. Lots of housewives were there. We had Megan King Edmonds, who was there. We had Meredith Marks, who was there. I believe Meredith was miked. We had all the regular ladies, um, Erica Jane, Sutton Strack, Garcelle, Kyle, Dorit. Kim was there. Kim Richards was also there with Kyle. So they have Kim filming a lot more. They have Denise filming a lot more. So it seems like they're going to be making them regulars because we've seen them film a couple of times now. Denise did like a whole Instagram post where she was like glammed up, but like, you know, Dallas glammed. And she was like walking out and strutting her jeans and her boots. My boots were made for walking. And that's just what they'll do. Her hair and makeup look great, though. So she definitely wasn't bringing the ragamuffin energy. She looked cute. I thought she looked cute. So good for her. She's back. I'm not that excited to see Denise. I don't think she brings that much to the show, to be honest, but... I guess we'll see. But it's funny. Erica was on the red carpet and they were, I don't remember if it was Bryce or maybe Evan Rio. One of the boys that was there asked about the new season. And they're like, you know, without Rena there, is it boring or whatever? And Erica's like, well, in some parts, yeah. In some parts, it is boring. Like Lisa's a big presence and she is Miss. She's like, in some parts, it's not. And in some parts, it is. And they're like, how are you and Sutton? And she's like, Sutton and I are good. We, you know, we got tired of fighting and we just decided to bury the hatchet and move forward with things. And I think for their for both of their survival on the show, they needed to kind of just make nice and move forward, right? Dorit and Erica, she did say that they addressed the whole BravoCon thing where she said that Dorit and PK were gonna be the first the next couple to break up. She's like, Dorit was not happy about that. We address it, it happens on camera, so we'll get into all of that. But she does say that in some parts it's not that great. And now we understand why they had to bring in Denise and Kim and Camille. I don't know how much Camille's actually going to be filming, though. They probably just brought Camille in for a little bit. And we're like, let's see how she does. Let's see if this is worth the Camille. And if not, then we know Denise and, and Kim are here to bring it. But what are they really going to bring? Like, who are they going to fight with? Who's Denise going to have beef with? I mean, I, 
guess she could hash her beef out with Kyle, but I feel like Kyle and Denise, like Kyle was, or Denise was at Kyle's dinner party. So I don't really understand what the beef would be about. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I guess we have that season to look forward to. We also have the new season of Real Houses of Atlanta to look forward to. The trailer dropped last week, and I thought it was good. I think Atlanta looks like it's really going to bring the heat this season. I was a little worried. I was like, mm, I don't know about this cast. But we do have some some familiar faces back. We have Cynthia Bailey making a cameo. We have Kim Zolciak making a cameo. I was excited about that. I was like, oh, Kim Zolciak is back in Atlanta, baby. I liked that. Um, I liked seeing, I like when they bring back, like, good housewives. Like, I'm excited for Kim Richards to come back to Beverly Hills. Denise, not so much. Camille, we'll see what she brings. But looks like we're going to have a good season of Atlanta. I'm excited. It comes out in May. So we have that to look forward to. We have Atlanta and the Van- and the close of Vanderpump Rules coming this May. I is ready for it, honey. I is ready, Freddie. Um, guys, if you haven't done so yet, go and get your tickets to see us live in Philly. It is a no-filter night out with the Brav Bros. Me and the Brav Bros are going to be there, and we're going to be hosting a good, fun show, a live show. Like I said, if anybody orders their tickets today, by today, if you order your tickets at nofilterlive.com, I'm going to be picking two random people and upgrading them to VIP since our VIP packages have sold out. So if you want to come, I suggest you get your tickets today for a chance to get upgraded. Go to nofilterlive.com. We're going to be in Philly April 27th. April 27th in Philadelphia, City Winery. Go to nofilterlive.com. All right, I think that's all the tea I have for today. I feel like that was a really... A really lot. What else do we have? We had the the CMT Awards, the Country Music Awards, which, I mean, cute, you know. They they they're still doing their thing. Um, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of tea over the weekend. I'm sorry, guys. I wish there was something like scandalous that broke. I mean, I guess Raquel and Sheena's sheets is kind of scandalous. Pump closing. I guess that's kind of scandalous. But these were kind of quick updates. Tom and the home equity loan, kind of cool, but. All right, I have to go take care of a pup. I have to go and head into the studio to tape today's interview, which is going to be a big one. I'm excited for it. Uh, Stay tuned. Look out for that. I got some exciting guests coming on the podcast this month and some exciting announcements that are hopefully going to be made by next week. There's going to be a big announcement coming. So hopefully, if we're all on track, you're going to be getting it within the next week, right right on on track with Erica Jane's Vegas uh, announcement, her big Vegas residency announcement. Interesting that she's going to Vegas, and we potentially have BravoCon in Vegas, and I wonder if she's going to try to align her residency with when BravoCon is supposed to be happening. That would be interesting. When did BravoCon happen last year? November? October? October, right? Or was it September? It'll probably happen again around the same time. So we still have a few months, but they announced it, what, like in June? So we have a little bit of time. Whatever. Stay tuned. Get ready. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Hopefully I wasn't too tired today. I was trying to drink my bone broth and stay awake and and stay alert and also not talk too loud because we don't want to wake up the baby because then once he wakes up, he starts crying because he wants to play. Oh, babe. Okay. Wish me luck. <laughs> I love you guys. I appreciate it. You can always follow me personally at Just Plain Zach or follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach. That's at No Filter with Zach for all the latest reality TV. Hey, baby. And follow me at Just Plain Zach all over the internet. 
and catch new episodes of Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I go live on YouTube and on Instagram on Tuesdays for our book club and Thursdays for our Thirsty Thursday Night Live. I go live Wednesday mornings with the Brav Bros for Jersey recaps. And then I'm going live on Sunday mornings for members, for Zach Pack members on YouTube. Last week I had on, or yesterday I had on Evan Real and Jeff Epstein. And then this week I have on Jess Rothschilds and uh, Tom Hamlet from the Dumpster Dive podcast. So stay tuned for that. And I will chat with y'all very, very soon. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye.